listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. I talked about last night the unlimited power of faith, the unlimited power of faith, and uh, that's been in my spirit. You know, I want to I want to kind of talk about that a little bit today because, you know, the, the it's amazing to me how people put they'll put a cap on God, they'll put a cap on what God's able to do. It's it's almost like people put God on their own. It's it's like they 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 limit his ability to what something they can imagine, right? Have you ever thought about that? It's like people limit God's ability to simply something they can imagine happening, something they can fathom, which is a massive mistake. And the reason I say that, I'm thinking of uh, that verse of scripture from Ephesians chapter three, where the Bible says, "Now unto him." that is able to do exceeding abundantly and above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in you, which obviously is a reference to the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit in you uh, gives God with you the ability to do anything and beyond anything you can imagine or that I can imagine. And so it's a huge mistake to limit God's power to something you can imagine or that I can imagine Um, because he goes beyond for the very simple reason. Think about this for the very simple reason that when he does something that's beyond your imagination, beyond your ability, it is uh, something that he gets all the glory and praise for. He gets all the honor for. And if God only did things that were within human ability. I mean, what's, what's the point of that? That's not supernatural. That's natural. And we're not believing for natural things. If you remember what uh, we've been confessing and declaring, it has been this, that it'll be the Lord's doing. When it happens, we'll say it's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. It's marvelous to look at. And so as you're jumping on today, I want you to take a minute and share this because I'm going to be encouraging your faith today on this subject, uh, the unlimited power of faith, the unlimited power of faith. Don't cut God down to what you can imagine or what you can see with your natural mind. That's why, you know, I love that passage of scripture where Isaiah is writing and the Bible says, um, you know, God's speaking through Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 55, you know, verses eight and nine, where the Bible says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. That's the whole, that's the whole crux of the matter right there is that God doesn't do things on our level, right? He doesn't, he's not thinking on our level. He's not planning on our level. His ways are not on our, our level. And when we understand that his ways are so far beyond our ways, his thoughts are so far beyond our thoughts, then we start to understand we should never limit him to what we can think, what we can imagine, what we can do. 
right? And, and even in speaking about what God has prepared for his people, th think about this, even in speaking on what God has prepared for his people, the Bible says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, no eye has seen and no ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of any man the things that God has prepared and set aside for those who love him. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad to see everybody logging on. Karen, um, John watching from India. Georgina, good to have you on. Amanda, great to see you. Jessica Cross in the house. Great to have you. Um, I love the Victory Tribe. And that's why I'm believing for miracles for you. Again, if you're just logging on, you need to share this today because I've got a massive expectancy for the rest of this year. I've got a massive faith set for the rest of this year. And so when we understand that a principle from Isaiah, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts higher than our thoughts. That means now we got to thank God that we have access to the mind of Christ, right? We have access to the mind of Christ. And that's so very important because now I can operate on God's level as he reveals to me what he's going to do through my life, through my ministry, through my family, through my business, right? I can operate on the level of God's ways instead of my own because he'll reveal to me by the leading of the spirit, by the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. In fact, you know, this is so awesome because this is also something we saw happen even in the Old Testament. You say, what happened? I'll tell you. The Bible says, and this is found in the book of Psalms, that God made known his acts to the children of Israel, but he made known his ways unto Moses. Man, just think about that one passage for a second, how, how powerful that is. God made known his acts or his actions to the children of Israel, but he made known his ways unto Moses. Will somebody do me a favor and... um just put that reference in the comments. I don't have it off the top of my head. But if you like do a Google search, he made known his ways unto Moses. Please put that in for me because I, I want people to be able to have that verse to highlight. Amen, Erica. Erica said, you know, the Lord keeps telling me to go out and visualize as far out as I can possibly imagine. Yeah, stretch your thinking. Stretch your faith. Stretch your expectation to another level. That's exactly right, Erica. The biggest thing you can think of, the biggest thing you can imagine, and then, now think of this, after you've gone to the limit of the biggest thing you can, thank you, Denise, Psalm 103 and verse 7, he made known his, and I'll pop that up, he made known his uh, acts or his actions to the children of Israel, made known his ways unto Moses. That's a big difference. It's a big difference. And um, and, that, and as Erica said, when you go to the furthest degree, the nth degree of your imagination, what you can think, what you can, uh, um, you know, dream up, then God still exceeds your expectation. God still goes beyond what you can imagine because then it becomes supernatural and then he gets all the glory. He gets all the praise. This is why it's so vital, and thank you, Denise. This is why it's so vital that every one of us do not limit God based upon what we can think of.
what we can imagine, what we could do in the natural realm. He's not natural. He's supernatural. He's not natural. He's supernatural. So powerful. And so if you think about it, it's like, okay, what does that mean? He made known his actions to the children of Israel, but he made known his ways unto Moses. His children, Israel, they just got to benefit from the things that he did, right? But Moses got the behind the scenes access to the way God works, to the way God functions. It's a whole nother story. It's like, have you ever heard, good morning, Liz. Um, it's like, have you ever heard that old adage that we've said for years? Um, if you give a man a fish, he can eat for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, he can eat for a lifetime. Have you ever heard that before? If you give a man a fish, he can eat for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, he can eat for a lifetime. So what, what does that matter? What does that mean to me? This is what it means. Because uh, if God just lets you benefit from his actions, that's what you're doing when you give a man a fish. He is benefiting from your actions in that adage, right? You're the one that knows how to fish. You're the one that caught the fish. You're the one that cleaned the fish. You're the one that may have even cooked the fish. And then you give it to someone else. And what happens? They're benefiting from your actions. But then if that's all you did, once that fish has been eaten and is gone, that's all they get to benefit from. That's all, that's all the blessing they get. But if you then taught that person how to fish like you do in order to be fruitful in that area, guess what's going to happen now? Now they're not just depending on you blessing them or giving them something that your actions brought about, but now they have access to your ways. And when they have access to your ways, that's a whole nother level because that's now when that now when they're hungry, they don't have to wait for somebody to benefit from somebody's actions right now they can benefit from your ways because you've taught them how to do what you do. And now they can go catch their own fish. They can go clean their own fish. They can go cook their own fish, right? It's a whole nother level. And so when, uh, uh, God made his actions known to the children of Israel, they benefited from those, but Moses got to benefit from his relationship with God because he had access to the ways of God. Hallelujah. Access to the ways of God. Well, think of the benefit we have now, all these thousands of years later. All these thousands of years later, good morning, Shiloh. Uh, hey, Jess. <clears throat> all these thousands of years later, we have access to the fullness of God's word. <clears throat> to the fullness of God's word. Now, Moses did not have access to the fullness of God's word. He had access to what God uh, gave him to write. You know, the Pentateuch, the, the, the Torah, the first, um, you know, five books of what we call the Bible. Um, but he didn't have access to things that happened later in the future. He didn't have access to the New Testament. He didn't even have access to redemption. Good morning, James. He didn't even have access to redemption. So uh, what he had was limited, but what we have is unlimited. Now, he had access to the unlimited power of God, but not the unlimited word of God. We have that. We have that. That shows you how much more today and beyond that, 
beyond the fact that we have access to the full word of God, we have access to the Holy Ghost. As far as <clears throat> he did not. No, Viola, this is not a replay. He, he, he didn't have that. So you know how it worked in the Old Testament. The Holy Ghost would come upon people. Just come upon people. He did not indwell people, right? He didn't live in those people. He just came upon those people temporarily. That's not the same with us. He lives in us. He dwells in us. Hallelujah. It's so much better in the new covenant. So we don't have to wait for the Holy Spirit to descend upon us. He's already in us. In fact, as I preached last week uh, at the Easter Sunday service, the same spirit that raised Christ up from the dead dwells in you, glory to God, and quickens, strengthens, makes alive your mortal body. Morning, Ashley. And so, so do you see what I'm saying? We have access to not just his actions, but his ways. And now think about it, through the unlimited power of his word and his Holy Spirit, whew, it takes the limits off of everything takes the limits off of everything. Good morning, Michelle. Caitlin. Takes the limits off of everything. Now we have access to the unlimited power of God through faith. And that's why last night when I was mentioned, I was saying the unlimited power of faith. Because remember this, how do we access anything God's given us? How do we access anything? It's never by accident. It's never random. Everything we receive from God, we receive through faith, right? The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. And they that come to God must believe that he exists or that he is and that he's a rewarder, glory to God, of those that diligently seek him. Amen. And that's what we're doing. We're diligently seeking him. And as we diligently seek him, guess what's going to happen? He's going to reward us. And his rewards are not natural rewards. His rewards are always supernatural rewards. Amen. And I like what Mike Laval said. He said, unlimited access, no more high priest into the most holy place. That's right. Now, here's what's great. Let me break that down because Mike brings up such a great point. This will make you shout in your, <laughs> in your cubicle at your job. It's not that God's system has changed, right? Because we know from reading the word, God doesn't change. He's the same, right? I am the Lord your God. I change not. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so think about this. Hallelujah. Um, you could look at it from the standpoint of, for example, blood sacrifice, okay? You say, well, that was Old Testament, brother. You know, in the Old Testament that God required a blood sacrifice, you know, but thank God for the New Testament, we don't have to do that. No, God doesn't change. In fact, if you understand the process, God still requires a blood sacrifice for sin. It's just that we no longer use natural lambs. It's it's that we no longer use uh what they used, but now our eternal lamb, the lamb of God that has come to uh, really save the world. Think of it now. His blood, Jesus, 
is an ever-present sacrifice in the presence of God. The blood of Jesus is an ever-present sacrifice in the presence of God, which means you don't have to do it over and again and over and again. It was done once and for all. So God didn't change. It's just that he gave us a better sacrifice, amen, which is Jesus. And his blood is always there, always present, amen. So God doesn't change, okay? Same thing as Mike brought up. The Bible says, if you read the Old Testament, you could go in, there was the outer court of the tabernacle, the inner court of the tabernacle, and then the Holy of Holies. But only the priest could go into the Holy of Holies, you know, once a year. But what happened, what happened on the day Jesus died? A supernatural thing happened. The curtain in the most holy place was ripped in two from the top to the bottom. You know, good morning, Britt. I always wonder too, if nobody was allowed to go in there, how did they know that it was ripped from the top to the bottom? Unless there was a little piece at the bottom still connected. Just to let them know, this was not torn from earth to heaven. This was torn from heaven to earth. And that was the place where the priest would go into the presence of God directly directly but that that tearing of that curtain that that veil was god letting us know i'm not keeping my spirit trapped into this place anymore i'm releasing it to everyone and then watch this the bible says in the new testament that all of us we are now the people that are in the kingdom of god believers we are now a kingdom of priests hallelujah we are now a kingdom of priests. So isn't it interesting that every one of us, because we're a kingdom of priests, every one of us have access to the full presence of God. To the full. That's why every one of us now can be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Because now that we've been regenerated, now that we're new creations, not the old sinner that we used to be, but a new person. Now we can be filled with the mighty power of the Holy Ghost. And if we're filled with the mighty power of the Holy Ghost, let me encourage your faith today that now you are always, man, I got to say that, you are always in the presence of the Most High God. That, that alone, that thought alone should encourage you. Because there's people that actually think, you know, oh, you know, I, I wish I could get back into God's presence. You're in his presence. In fact, his presence fills you. Hallelujah. It's like, you know, there's a, just in the same way, there's so many people right now uh, uh, talking about, you know, Christians being demon possessed and all this. I can't be demon possessed. I'm already possessed by another spirit, the Holy Ghost. I am possessed by the Holy Ghost. Every believer, you are possessed by the Holy Ghost. We are possessed by the Holy Ghost. He lives in us, dwells in us, makes his home in us. Amen. There's no demon that could possess me. I'm already possessed by the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. That's right, Britt. What a great way to put it. We are the Holy of Holies in the New Testament. We are the Holy of Holies. I like that. I'm putting it up, putting it up on the screen. We are the Holy of Holies. 
Thank you, Jesus. Because of what Christ did. Because of what Christ did. And he wasn't done, by the way, at his crucifixion. And he wasn't done at his resurrection. And he wasn't done as he walked and talked with his disciples and met with them. He wasn't even done at his ascension into heaven. And he wasn't done when he sat down at the right hand of the Father. No, because the day of Pentecost came. And when the day of Pentecost came, he did what he promised he would do. He did what he promised he would do. I will send you another comforter. Hallelujah. I will not leave you as orphans. I will send you another comforter and he'll abide with you forever and he'll lead you and guide you into all truth and you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. I mean, what what a gift. What a gift. I talked about it a little bit last night. Isn't it amazing that uh, Jesus' first miracle was a miracle of provision and Jesus' last miracle was a miracle of provision. Think about that for a second. Jesus' first miracle was a miracle of provision. And Jesus' last miracle was a miracle of provision. So what was his first miracle? He turned water into wine. Hallelujah. But what was his last miracle? He sent the Holy Ghost. Both of them miracles of provision. Now, here's an even greater revelation. In his first miracle... He just gave us natural wine. But in his last miracle, he gave us supernatural wine, the wine of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. They, even those that looked on on the day of Pentecost said, these, these men are drunk. He said, no. He said, they're not drunk as you suppose. No, not as you suppose. They're filled with the Holy Ghost. This is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Hallelujah. We're in that day now. We're in that day right now. What a powerful revelation. As Britt said, we are the holy of holies in this new covenant. Every one of us is a container, a container of the Holy Spirit. And Paul said it this way. We have this treasure inside of earthen vessels. Now, what is the earthen vessel? Your body. Your body is the natural vessel. But what's the treasure? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost in you. Leslie said, I was just reading that this morning. The Holy Ghost in you is the treasure. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I will... um. Oh, um, Susie asked the question. I guess this would be good to address since today's the day. Um, sorry if this is off subject, but will I get an email when Bible study made simple starts? So for those that didn't know, today we have reopened Bible study made simple for the new students that want to come in because we're starting uh, supercharging your devotion series. And uh, there's a brand new Bible study made simple video out today being Monday, but next Monday starts our new series after the the course closes back up. So let me just say real quickly, if you've not uh, jumped in to join us, go to bible.miracleword.com. In fact, I'll put it in the comments for people that want to join us because this is going to be amazing. Amazing. I, uh, I already worked on it before I left, prepared some things for you guys, and it's going to be amazing. This will be the best 
and I'll put that up. This is going to be the best uh, series we've ever done inside Bible, inside Bible Study Made Simple. You want to be a part of it. It's only 15 bucks a month. You get a video every week. Go check it out at bible.miracleword.com. Um, and, and I'm telling you, it's, it's worth every second that you will spend in there. Um, yeah. So, and thank you for reminding me about that because I would have forgotten. Um, I heard this analogy one time, uh, which I thought was very good. Pastor Jensen Franklin was preaching about this and, um, you know, he was preaching about the fact that we have a treasure hidden inside earthen vessels. And um, it, he really did a great job talking about this to the young people. He said, you know, when you go to get a pizza from a pizza place, he said the, the, the pizza place buys these boxes for whether it's Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, whoever. They buy the boxes that hold their pizzas. And I'm sure they're extremely cheap. They probably pay pennies. They probably pay pennies uh, for each one of those boxes, if not less. And uh, the boxes don't mean much. In fact, he said in the analogy, nobody takes their box after they eat the pizza and frames it and puts it on the wall and shows everybody when they come over, check that out. I got a Papa John's pizza and I ate it. And I mean, there's the box right there in the frame. You can see it, but yes, it happened in this house. Like nobody cares about the box. In fact, it quickly goes out to the trash can when the pizza's done, right? I mean, it's like nobody cares about the box. Nobody cares. It's worthless, it seems, right? Box is worthless, it seems. Until, he said, until the pizza delivery guy shows up to your house with your pizza in his hand with no box. And he's just touching and holding your pizza, trying to hand it to you. And then you're looking at him like he's nasty. I don't know where those hands have been. Why are you touching my pizza? You, you imagine he's got like both hands wrapped around each side of your pizza. His hands are all in the cheese and sauce. It's like, dude, I don't know where your hands have been. Why are you delivering me a pizza in your hands? That's nasty. That's absolutely nasty. And Pastor Jensen said, see, then there's the moment when you realize I need the box. <laughs> He said, that's the moment when you realize I need the box. Where's the box? Where's the box? And so here's the thing that's amazing. And he pointed this out, which I thought was excellent. The box in and of itself is worthless. If the box was by itself, that's why you throw it away when you're done. But the box is valuable, valuable when it's holding your pizza right? So what actually, if you think about it, what actually is giving value to the box? The pizza that's inside the box. That's what gives value to the box. Because remember this, as soon as the pizza's gone, the box is worthless. Even before the pizza goes into the box, the box is worthless. But once the pizza is placed in the box, the pizza gives value to the box. And that's exactly what he was teaching. That our flesh is worth nothing. In fact, the Bible says the, the flesh profits nothing. There's nothing good about the flesh, but the Holy Spirit that was placed in you gives value to your flesh. The Holy Spirit that lives in you is the thing that makes you valuable because you're a child of God. Hallelujah. You're God's creation. You are the one who's been redeemed. You're part of the family of God. 
You're part of the body of Christ. That's what gives you value. The Holy Ghost who's within you. Is there anything? Think of it this way. Is there anything in you that's valuable that can change this generation without God's power? No. People are trying with everything they've got to change this generation, to help people out of crises, to help people out of their problems, to help people out of brokenness. But in the natural, there's nothing we can do. Hey, Kay, welcome from Dallas. There's nothing we can do, but it's a treasure God placed in us. The treasure is the Holy Ghost. And now that he's in us, now we have value and can provide that value to the rest of the world, to the rest of our generation. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, God's power, is the answer for this generation. Sets the captives free, delivers people from addictions, delivers people from sickness and disease, delivers people from the power of sin that's held them in bondage. And that's why it's so wonderful that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And these are the two weapons that allow us to make impact. The unlimited power of God's word and the unlimited power of the Holy Ghost. And that's why I called it last night the un unlimited power of faith. Because just because you have a Bible in your house doesn't mean that the word of God's working for you. Just because you might even be a Christian and every Christian has the Holy Spirit living in them. If you don't, you're not a Christian. And I don't mean that you're baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, because obviously that's a subsequent experience. But even if you don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, even if you don't speak in tongues, that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit is not in you because the Holy Spirit seals your salvation as a Christian. Every Christian has the Holy Ghost. Every Christian is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so I want you to hear this because you can't access the power of the Holy Ghost and you can't access the power of God's word without what element? Faith faith. That's why I'm talking about the unlimited power of faith, because without it, not only can you not please God, but you can't activate his word and you can't activate the power of the Holy Ghost. I think of Jesus, right? Probably this might be the craziest story about Jesus in all of the Bible, in my opinion. Uh, again, that's an opinion, but I think when I read it, man, that's a, that's a crazy story about Jesus in Mark chapter six, and you know it because I reference it, goes back to his own hometown with the desire to produce miracles. And when he gets there, the Bible says, and if you want the reference for this, and somebody can put it up in the comments, Mark six, verses one through six. Mark chapter six, verses one through six. I think it's one of the craziest stories about Jesus because of what happens. Goes back to his own hometown with the desire to do what? To produce miracles for his people. And the Bible says he could not do there any mighty work except for laying his hands on a few sick people and healing them. And then what was his response? Man, and he marveled at their unbelief. Ooh. Now hold on. Let's break that down for a second. What did it, what was he blown away by? Their unbelief. Their unbelief, which means though he was the son of God, though he had all power, 
all power, the name above all names, and went there with the uh, specific desire to work miracles for his people, he was cut off in his ability to produce mighty works. Oh, man. Let me say that again. Jesus himself was cut off from the ability to perform mighty works. Why? Because of their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. And he was blown away, the Bible says, by their unbelief. So what did he do? What was the answer? The answer was he's, he started to go about their villages teaching and preaching in their synagogues. Teaching and preaching in their synagogues. You say, well, what's the point of that? Well, the point is that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. And so if we're going to receive anything from God, that's why this is this is why it's so important uh, of what I'm uh, what I'm telling you today, because um, you read this in the book of James, you know, um, in fact, somebody please put this reference up for me. James chapter one, verses five through eight, James chapter one, verses five through eight. That's going to be where I'm talking about in this portion right here. James one, five through eight. When you see that, it blows people's minds to recognize this is a trap of the devil to get people into double-mindedness, right? And this is it, James 1, 5 through 8. Thank you, Liz. Um, the Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and will not rebuke them for asking. But let him ask in faith with no doubting in his heart. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind, right? Let not that man think that he's he'll receive anything from the Lord, for he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That's what the Bible says. Let not that man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. So the devil tries to insert double-mindedness. That's what this passage is about, James 1. You can ask God for it, and he'll give it to you. But you can't be in doubt. You can't be, well, you know, I believe a little bit, but I also don't know if it's going to work and I've got doubt in my heart and I'm just not sure. No, the Bible calls that double-mindedness, double-mindedness. And the Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable, but not only that, they shouldn't expect to receive anything. So now you can see this is what happened when Jesus went to Nazareth. They had doubt, they had unbelief, and could not receive anything from the Lord. They couldn't receive one thing. What a sad, what a sad thing that they could not receive anything from the Lord. And I'm going to tell you something, that's not going to be us, Victory Tribe, in Jesus' name. We are the opposite of those people. We are those who believe when others are doubting. We're those who believe when others say it's impossible. We are those who keep on laughing in the devil's face when it looks like in the news and looks like in the culture and every and the, throughout the world that things are going to go south. We sit there and laugh and rejoice and praise and continue praying and continue pressing in. We don't look and believe the reports of the world. Please, please, you expect me to believe the report of some contrived news story on all these 
uh, news networks. You expect me to believe that? No, please. I believe the report of the Lord. I believe the report of the Lord. Who do you think you're talking to, devil? Who do you think you're messing with, devil? You think I'm that stupid that I'm just going to believe the report of the world over the report of the Lord? I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb. I'm not short-circuiting God's power in my life. Please. I'm not doing that. I believe the report of the Lord. I believe what Jesus said. I believe what the word said. I believe what the Holy Ghost is saying. Hallelujah. And I have, and as a result, we'll have the victory because of that. We'll have the victory because of that. I want you to, <laughs> I want you to put it in the comments today. I will have victory because I have faith. I will have victory because I have faith. That's it, Erica. Speak the word only. Not the word of the world, the word of the Lord. Put it in. I will have victory because I have faith. Amen. That's right, Lisa. We live in God's economy, not the world. I'm putting it up. There it is, Erica. I will have victory because I have faith. Come on. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Power of the Holy Ghost operates through faith. And we're not going to short circuit God's power by a lack of faith. No. In fact, do you know, that's why I get on here with you guys and I encourage your faith every day. Get on here with you every day. Why? Because I want your faith to stay at a high level. I want your faith to stay at a high level. You know why? Because I want your victories to be constant. I want the victory tribe that you know, it's not just a name. It's going to be our experience in Jesus name. It's going to be our experience. I want your victories to be constant and they shall be. They will be constant in Jesus name. Constant victory. We're not going up and then down, then sideways. Everything went sideways on me. That's not going to be your story. No, I will have victory because I have faith in Jesus name. I will have victory because I have faith. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We're, that's it, Glenn. I like that. Uncommon, constant victory. I like it. He added uncommon on that. I'm putting it up. Uncommon, constant victory. You know, because it's one thing to have something great happen for you. It's a whole nother thing when it's uncommon. Nobody's seeing stuff like that happen. Well, what, what, what does that produce? It produces people uh, looking at you with wonder, looking at you with wonder. And that's what people say. What signs, wonders, and miracles? I know what signs are. I know what miracles are. What's a wonder? That's when God does something in you and it makes people wonder. <laughs> Uncommon, constant victory. It causes people to wonder. How did that happen? How in the world did you get that? How in the world did you end up there? How'd you land that job? How'd you get that house? <laughs> How'd you get, what in the world? How are your kids doing so well in the midst of all this? I don't know. How come you're not freaked out about what's going on in the world? They don't understand. It's uncommon, constant victory. And it's the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. That's what we're going to declare. Amen. It's the Lord's doing. Amen. We're living testimonies. It's the Lord's doing. Marvelous in our eyes. And so we're constantly declaring. That's why I'm on with you guys, jumping on and, and just building your faith, building your faith, building your faith. I, I want your constant victories to be seen by all. I want God to make us. That's right. That's another one, Britt. How are you always so happy all the time? Why are you always smiling? 
Why are you always laughing? Why are you always so happy? I Because I can't help it. I'm connected to the one who gives the anointing of joy. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I, I can't, I can't be sad. I can't be depressed. Hallelujah. That's right, Liz. You keep speaking that and declaring it. How did you land that house? It's the Lord's doing. It's the Lord's doing. Liz is coming to Miracle Word Church. Hallelujah, Liz. I'm putting you on the spot, blowing up your spot. Liz and family are coming to Miracle Word Church, moving. Come on. God's opening up the way, not just for Liz and family, but for everybody that has a desire to move and be a part of Miracle Word Church. The Lord's opening up the doors for you in Jesus' name. The Lord's opening up the doors. And it'll be supernatural, just like it was been for everybody else. It'll be supernatural. And all you'll be able to say, it's the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. That's right. Britt and Jake too, right now. Right now. And the doors are opening. And Britt and Jake are coming to be a part of Miracle Word Church. And I'm telling you, God's going to keep opening up doors. God's going to keep on doing it. And people will be amazed and say, how'd that happen for you? How'd you get that job down there in West Palm area? How'd you get that house down there? How'd you get that place down there? Amen. I'm believing Cameron. I'm believing Cameron in Jesus name. And I'm telling you, God's just going to keep building the victory tribe. And we're going to go from uncommon, constant victory to uncommon, constant victory. Season after season after season. Nobody will understand it. They won't be able to. It's not for people to put to wrap their mind around and understand. If it was, it'd be supernatural. Letty's coming. Letty's coming with her family. Susan's coming. Come on. People are coming from everywhere. God's adding. God's adding. God's adding to Miracle Word Church. And I'm telling you, God's raising us up to be a lighthouse in the midst of darkness. God's raising us up to be a place of deliverance. God's raising us up to be a place... I'm believing Lisa Novak will be coming down. Hallelujah. I'm believing it. I'm believing the Victory Tribe. <laughs> I'm going to take that old, this, this old cart with the uh, multiple superheroes. Victory Tribe, assemble. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be like. Victory Tribe, assemble. It's just like everybody shows up. I'm thinking about, this would be awesome. I'm actually thinking about uh, once we get a building, <laughs> getting uh, something built for the top of the building that would be like <laughs> the bat signal, except with the Victory Tribe logo that shines up into the clouds. <laughs> it would be awesome. Just get like a Victory Tribe signal. And then literally at night, we have services shine it into the clouds. Victory Tribe, assemble. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome to have some kind of a, a signal where the police commissioner is like, what is that? Is there a superhero in West Palm Beach? Yes, there are superheroes. <laughs> that would be great. Cameron said, we need big rings to all put together in the center. Victory drive, assemble. It'd be, it'd be awesome. And we need to do that. Um, because I'm going to tell you, one of the things that we said from the very beginning Again, we're talking about the unlimited power of faith. One of the things we said from the beginning is that uh, Carol and I looked at each other. We're walking. So we're walking along the banks of the river in, in Indiana. And we're just, you know, praying in the Holy Ghost, me and Carolyn. And um, it was like God was dropping 
all of these things from Miracle Word Church in our spirit all at one time. You know, it's like one after another, one after another. And it's like we're having the realization this is what the uh, Lord is asking us to do. And we started to even, you know, my, my eyes welled up, which they don't often do in hers. And uh, we looked at each other and, and said something that came out of both of our spirits. We're not called to be small. We're not called to be small. When God does something, he doesn't plan to do small things. God doesn't make small plans. God doesn't make small plans. Hallelujah. In fact, I want you to put that in the comments right now. God doesn't make small plans. Cameron said, if those rings are made, I will buy one. Did you know, Cameron, that I already had a Victory Tribe ring prototype made? I put it on social media a while back. I put it on social media. It's I have it in my, uh, I wonder if I have it with me. I wonder if I have it with me. I'm going to check real quick because if I do, I'd like you to see it. Let me see. Let me see if it's in here. I don't know that it is, but I'll show you an example because if it's not that one, I, I'll show you another one that I would like it to be like. This is a little behind-the-scenes action here for the Victory Trap. Oh, I don't have it with me. But I will show you this, though. This this is kind of like what I what I want it to be. And so this is, I put it up. It might be back if you go back on social media. But like a big signet-style ring like that. I don't know if that's going to focus on that. That's just like a wolf. Like, see that? That doesn't stand for Miracle Word, but it did say MW, and I thought, I can make it stand for Miracle Word, <laughs> but like a signet style ring like that, but a big, the big victory tribe logo in the center of that ring, you know, and, um, I already had it made and they sent me the prototype and, uh, I, I it just wasn't big enough. I was like, make it bigger. You know, <laughs> you know, when you wear it guys or girls. I want it to be so big that people like that were previously Catholic have to resist the urge to kiss the ring. <laughs> Just kidding. But seriously, it wasn't big enough. And so I said, make it bigger. Um, but for sure, we need to make that sign that shoots into the clouds. Victory tribe signal. Um, but again, as, you, as you've been writing in the comments, God doesn't make small plans. God doesn't make small plans. Amen. God doesn't make small plans. That's not who he is. How would he get glory from something that's so small that <clears throat> nobody can uh, nobody can even notice that it was God that did it? It's something so small that like a man could have done it with ease. That's not God. It's not God. John said, you should do some big watches. That's a great idea, John. John Puma said, that, that's actually a very good idea. Very good idea. Erica said, go big or go home. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, God doesn't make small plans. He makes big plans and then carries out those big plans. He does mighty things. You know, the psalmist actually wrote that. He said, praise, this is Psalm 150. He said, praise him for his mighty acts of greatness. That's what God does. God does mighty acts of greatness. Mighty acts of greatness. Hallelujah. Mighty acts of greatness. That's who we serve. Not a God that does small things, tiny things, insignificant things. 
things that can be ignored and swept under the rug. No, we serve a God that does big things. He does big things, mighty things, the mighty acts. Praise him for his mighty acts of greatness. That's what our God does. Hallelujah. That's what our God does. And so I'm telling you, I am so stirred in my spirit, so stirred in my spirit. I mean, what a day yesterday to have a powerful vision Sunday at Miracle Word. I was telling them in the service last night, if you missed this, I was like, that's why I'm so, I'm so thankful for modern technology that like, I, it's not like it's like 1800 where I had to like preach <laughs> in Florida and then send a pony rider to let the pastor in Pennsylvania know, Pastor Ted's on the way with his family in a wagon. And as long as none of the wagon wheels break or the horses don't die, we'll be up to preach for you in about three months. And like I get there and I'm all stiff, you know, and have to have to like brush the dust off. I'm so happy to preach Vision Sunday in the morning and uh, came right back into uh, into to the night service in Pennsylvania with the fire of God, people in the house ready to go. And I'm telling you, it made me so happy to be there last night and see all those people get saved and people changed. Glenn said, if you think you can do it, it's not big enough. That's right. If you think you can do it, it's it's not big enough. Here's a question. Holly says, um, do you have a Bible school? My daughter's wanting to go. If so, we both listen to you and your wife daily. You're a blessing. Thank you. So here's the story on that, Holly, is that... Um, we already have Miracle Word University, which is online courses right now. But now that we've launched Miracle Word Church and we're looking to get a building, my plan is to open Miracle Word University up to in-person uh, once we have our place rolling. Because there are people that want to train, they want to go through classes, and that's my goal. That's truly my goal is to, to have uh, an in-person a training center. And that's where one of the things we're headed to do as we get our own uh, place to meet. And so uh, stay tuned, Holly, because that's that's the plan. And until then, miraclewordu.com, miraclewordu.com. Thank you, Donnie. Donnie Petty said, great service, and his daughter's doing an amazing job helping us at Miracle Word. Lilia Petty, doing an excellent job. But yes, I mean, uh, Letty said, I'll be an in-person student. And people are people are excited. I'm telling you, there's multiple people that want to train. Uh, and we're going to do that. Trust me. Trust me. That's been in my heart to do for a long time. That's been in my heart to do for a long time. And it's part of the plan that I believe it's one of the things God wants us to do. If you've seen how God has progressed this ministry, that's one of the visions we've had <clears throat> even before, which is why we launched Miracle Word University to start with. Bible study made simple. There's something about that that God is using us to raise up leaders and to train uh, people up in the in the word and in the things of God. So I feel it's extremely important. And so, yes, it's part of the plan as we're moving forward. And I don't believe it's going to be far away. I don't believe it's going to be far away at all. And so uh, stay tuned for that. But I'm just telling you, and uh, again, I'm going to be with you guys all week this week in the morning, uh, in case you're wondering. I'm going to be uh, live with you just like this. I like that they, by the way, this is a new thing. If you guys didn't know, which I like, this is my first time really using it for real, but they opened it up so that we can broadcast, uh, just like we do from the studio, but from my phone and then go to all platforms, you know, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and everything just like this. Um, thank you, Gina. 
but I, I'm really happy about this because it means that no matter where we are, or if, you know, like, you know, we've, we've been in situations before where it's like, oh, the Wi-Fi is not good enough in this place to, um, you know, be able to broadcast. I'm not even using Wi-Fi right now. I'm just on my phone signal, my cell signal, and just broadcasting to you guys uh, from the house here in New Holland. And uh, th- it works. And I like these features that they're doing where, um, you know, you can put people's comments and stuff up on the screen. And and uh, there's other things. We'll, we'll use it more. But I'll be with you all week. And again, listen, don't forget today is the day we reopened Bible Study Made Simple, the course, because we're launching um, we're launching this new series, Supercharging Your Devotions. And uh, and it starts next Monday. The first video of, of that series is next Monday. Here's what I want to encourage you. It doesn't, it's $15 a month. You get a video every single week. That's about 30 to 40 uh, minutes long. Um, but on top of that, you know, join the private Facebook group. But listen, people feel, sometimes they feel like they get overwhelmed. And we have people drop out and they're like, well, you know, I've, I wasn't able to watch them each week. And so the videos were piling up and I just, you know, I feel like I'm overwhelmed. I don't have the time. Listen to what I'm saying to you. You don't have to watch it that day. You don't have to watch it that week. We put them up and then they're in a library that, that's sitting there for you so that when you do have the time, you can watch the videos at your own pace. This is why I love this format for Bible Study Made Simple because it's not like, well, I missed the live stream. They're not live streams. They're videos that we put out and then put them in the library so that you can watch them at any time because we want this to be able to be a help to you so that when you have the time to sit down and be able to focus on it, you can go through the videos at your own speed and you're not like, well, I'm behind everybody else. doesn't matter if you're behind everybody else. doesn't matter if you're ahead of everybody else. We do these for you individually so that you can do them at your own pace. And when you log in, you can go back through because we have a whole library of videos that are already posted. You'll have so much content to get in on as soon as you join. You don't have to wait for like the first video to come out. No, there's a ton of videos that are already there for you to watch when you jump in. And now we are adding this new series, Supercharging Your Devotions. So I am very, very excited about it. I cannot wait to get started with it. We already, um, we already uh, filmed a bunch of the content for you, and it's being edited and prepared for you, and I'm excited about it. Uh, Cameron asks, just curious, are you considering having a ministerial association? Um, it may be something that we do in the future, Cameron. I'm not actively working on anything like that right now. My father launched one, which is the Faith Alive Fellowship. Um and if you come to camp meeting uh, here in just a few days, uh, they'll have more information on it. You can go online and check out uh, more information on it, tedshuttlesworth.com. But I'm not actively right now working on one, but it may be something we do in the future or he's doing it. Um, but I'm, I'm working towards the church, the Bible school, uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, Liz said, are you going to Shady Maple uh, D- Diner while you're out there? I'm going tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow to eat there. It's a great question. It's a great place I've been before. I'm going again. But yes, if you're not in the group, join the group. Should I start at the beginning? I think you should start at the beginning. I put that up. I do think you should um, start at the beginning. It will make more sense 
That was Susie that said that. Um, should I start at the beginning? Yeah, we formatted it that way because we take you at the beginning through how to study the Bible properly, how to go through the things uh, that need to be done to properly understand Scripture. So I would say yes. I would say yes, you need to start from the beginning. Um, there's prayer points on the app. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, thank you, Valerie. I want to pray with you now. Um, there are people that are, the Lord is speaking to them from all over the place to sow into Miracle Word Church and to Miracle Word Ministries. You know, this, and Tyler, we'd love to have you, by the way. We'd love to have you. But you know what's interesting is that you're a, you're a part of a very unique ministry because, and I, and I, I was starting to realize how, how awesome this is, is that we're not just a church ministry that now that we've launched a church, but we're an evangelistic ministry. And so like right now, we're in these services all week in New Holland, Pennsylvania at Lighthouse Assembly of God, jammed to the walls last night. I mean, what, what a service. Um, but there, there's more than one thing we're doing, you know, and then crusades in other countries, you know, uh, just got another call from Jamaica, come back, do a crusade here, come back. We're going back again to Colombia this year. Um, just, you know, we've been to Brazil and other places. It's just, it's amazing because God opens those doors. And so it's not just something where you're connected to Miracle Word Church, or you're also connected to what we're doing in, in these evangelistic outreaches, crusades overseas, we're on television around the world. And so you're a part of a very unique thing as the Victory Tribe. And there's people that have partnered with us and joined from all over the place. And maybe you've never taken a step of faith to partner with me and Carol in this ministry. I want to encourage you to do so. You can always go to miracleword.com. And all of the information's there. You click the give page, you'll see all the information on that page. If you'd like to partner with us on a monthly basis, I want to encourage you to do that because as you're standing with us, you play a role, you play a part in this uh, end time harvest of souls. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. And uh, that's very kind, Holly. She said, you guys are some of the most grounded people I've seen, solid biblical teaching and spirit-led. My daughter and I have felt led to partner and give. Thank you very much. She said, I would tell everyone that is this is good ground to sow into. Susan says, will you ever consider doing a Christian school for kids, for the kids? I'm sure we will. As we grow, there will be more and more outlets of things that God will give us to do to bless. Because remember, a, a desire to influence and impact a region. To influence and impact a region. What would be the point of me preaching about the the what's going on in, in public schools and all this and how wicked this correct if I if I didn't then also give um on an, an alternative or an outlet for people that want to do something uh different, you know. And so Britt says it's so amazing to see how much God has done since the start. A long way from Whited Bible Camp. Yes, it is amazing. And my and Carolyn and I, you know this, Britt, Carolyn and I all the time are remarking about how thankful we are that God's done so much in a short period of time. And it's funny because there'll, there'll be times that I'll see her and she's just teary-eyed and, and she'll say, I'm not sad. I'm just so thankful for all that God's done. I'm so amazed at all that God's done in, in such a short period of time. Um question came in. Um, Valerie says, may I ask what homeschool curriculum that, that we're using? Um, we use what used to be called 
Alpha Omega Academy. In fact, did you know that's the same curriculum that I used when I was a kid? I did the exact same company, Alpha Omega Academy. But they've recently changed their name. It's no longer Alpha Omega Academy. I think now it's Ignite Christian Academy. Ignite Christian Academy. And so that's what we use for the kids. They're doing a great job. My kids, it blows me away. And I'm not saying this because... Um, my, my son, you know, he's so, he's so young, he's riding the car and like, I know, I know a lot of kids, they take time to really develop their reading, uh, skills and stuff like that. And we're driving in the rental car back to the, uh, the, the house yesterday from the airport. My son's just looking at the signs out the window and he goes, look at that Phoenix rehabilitation center. <laughs> Chill out. Chill out with the reading skills back there. He goes, look at that Phoenix rehabilitation center. It's like, why are you reading that at six years old? Um, but but uh, it's Ignite Christian Academy, and it's great. Uh, yes, I can see your questions, McLeod, nineteen sixty. I can absolutely see them, and so they're good. There's 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 other good ones, but for sure, um, we like it because it's part of the academy as well. So that there's also online teachers and stuff that can help the kids. Um, as they're as they're studying different things, so they'll they'll get on like a call with them, kind of like Zoom call style, and uh, and and start to do that. So it's very helpful when they have teachers assigned to them as well. Um, amen. Yeah, I've been. I had an Abeka book. I had a couple of Abeka books. They were not easy to do. That that was a that that was a, a advanced stuff. I think I had a, a, some math that was Abeka math. So advanced stuff. But let me say thank you. For those of you that are standing with us, partnering with us, thank you for sewing. Um, thank you very much for sewing and, and, and being a part of this ministry. I very much appreciate it. We pray for our partners all the time. We're, we're asking God, don't just increase us, Lord. Increase our partners. Bless our partners. I love that story that, uh, uh, that Brother Glenn shared about how he's, you know, doing that on the side is doing trades and and, and investing and, and day trading stuff. And uh, he's making all these trades, making all these investments. And he said, man, people can't believe it. I think you did 30 some, is that right, Glenn? And only one of them didn't make money out of like the 30 some that you did. I mean, that's supernatural. Who's ever heard of anything like that? Where you make 33 choices in, in, the, in the market and, and 32 of them hit. <laughs> it's like, who's ever heard of that kind of stuff? You know, so God puts favor on the people that are, uh, connected to his kingdom. It's like Ashley Melton's story. You know, the Lord gave her, um, it's, it's amazing because the Lord gave her the ability to understand and to know how to do the stock market and trading and investing. And it was the Holy ghost. He gave her, uh, literally what, Oh, 62, five. That's the total. Now 62 choices. Only five didn't make money. That's amazing. Or unless you're saying 62 did and five didn't. That's that's amazing either way. Absolutely amazing. And so if you'd like to sow seed into this ministry today, go to miracleword.com and uh, you can click on the partner page. You can click on the give page and uh, we say thank you. This is the month of April. And so as our way of saying thank you, yeah, Ashley said that's a miracle right now for sure. She knows. She absolutely knows. Um Absolutely knows, <laughs> but God's doing it. God's doing it. That's amazing, Glenn. Yeah, 
Britt's cake pop business. She said, I made more cake pops last year than all the previous years combined. Amen. That's absolutely wonderful. God's going to continue to bless your businesses. You heard John Puma's testimony. God blessed his business, had tons of, you know, tens of thousands of contracts come in, bought those properties. We had him give the testimony at, uh, at the launch, bought three properties for $100 each to build houses on. I mean, it is supernatural what God's doing for the Victory Tribe. It's next level. And so I'm very, very excited. It's going to be your story as well. We're going to continue to see increase in every area in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. For this month of April, we are sending you the book just to say thank you. The Bait of Satan by uh, John Bevere, How to Stay Free from the Trap of Offense. Powerful book. I think over a million copies of that are in print. A million copies of that book. It's amazing. So if you'd like to receive that after you've sown your seed, um, you can just uh, go to the offer page and claim your offer. Let us know where to send it. We'll get it out to you ASAP. Now, let me invite you guys. If you're anywhere close to where we're at in New Holland for this meeting, we want you to be here. Um, it's Lighthouse Assembly of God. All of the details are at MiracleWord.com. And um, at click the schedule page. You'll see where we're at. And uh, we want you to come join us. Packed last night, but we're in this area, not far from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So if you're in West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, whatever, come and be a part. Come and be a part. Um, again, uh, Janine said, thank you for last week's teaching. If you missed that series we did last week, on total victory over discouragement, anxiety, and heaviness. We made it into a YouTube playlist for you. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, I put the link up the other day, but go get it and uh, go through it, and, and your faith will be built for sure. We got a lot of messages on that one, so we want to kind of recreate it into another piece of content for you guys, and uh, it'll be great. So anyway, I want to say I love you guys very much. I'll be with you all week, 1030 a.m., and uh, right here from the house in New Holland. Thanks for hanging with me today and um, interacting, commenting, sowing. Father, I pray you bless every one of the Victory Tribe today in Jesus' name. Those that have stood with us, those that are believing God for miracles and revival in the United States, thank you for their families. Thank you for them. Lord, we love you. We appreciate your anointing that you've placed upon us. Use us mightily before Jesus comes. Let us do the work that needs to be done with urgency before the rapture takes place. We give you honor, Lord, and praise for what you're doing in every one of our families. Lord, again, I pray for all of those that you've spoken to them to move to South Florida to be a part of Miracle Word Church. And Lord, I ask you to open the way for them quickly. Let them come. Let them find the jobs they need. Let them find the housing they need. And let that be a quick transition and bless their family in the midst of it. In the name of Jesus, thank you that you're adding people to the victory tribe. Lord, I pray, though we don't know how it can, how it can be done right now, let us find somebody that will help us build a victory tribe signal to shine that light up into the clouds. In Jesus' name, we thank you and give you praise. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.